Niners in the AFC North this offseason. This is a team that consistently is going to be in position to contend because of how talented they are. The reality of it is, those guys can play. In the AFC, so watch out for the Baltimore Ravens this season. Players in the NFL, certainly one of the best players at quarterback. They got a guy at tailback in J.K. Dobbins, who I think could be an all-pro. They got one of the best tight ends in football, a plethora of perimeter weapons, some health on the offensive line, a very good defensive line, one of the better young linebackers in the NFL in a top-five secondary. And no one talks about it. Yo, what it is. Welcome back, Flockers. I'm back. Yo, welcome back to another episode of At The Bank, a Baltimore Ravens podcast, yo. And we are here with this live pregame show against my beloved Ravens, against them Cincinnati Bengals, a.k.a. the Alley Cats. We got the night, man. It should be a very, very interesting game, you feel me? And I got I got a lot to get off my chest, man. And, and like I said, this show is going to be so dope because after I get my rant on and telling y'all and persuading y'all why I think my Ravens will win, because, yes, I said it. My Ravens will win tonight. I got a special guest going to be appearing in a couple of minutes, man. I was just on his show not too long ago, and we made a dope connection on his last episode, man. And and I cannot wait to uh, introduce my next guest, man. But tonight is the night. It is Thursday night. Lights, you feel me? And the lights going to be shining bright at the M&T Bank Stadium, you feel me? Because... Cincinnati comes into town, man. And, and honestly, like I said, I gave y'all my prediction who I felt like is going to win. Baltimore is going to win. And here's my score that I think that Baltimore is going to win by. It's going to be a kind of a close game. But I think my Ravens will prevail and pull it out 24 to 17. For the simple fact, man, that number one, number one, we need this win. <laughs> like, we need this. Um, but it, and then another fact that a simple fact that I feel like we're gonna win today is we already beat the Bengals already, and we did it in Cincinnati. You know what I mean? So them coming to the bank, man, thinking they're gonna deposit their checks into our account, it's not happening. It's not going down. You feel me? And you know what I mean? And and this is the reason why I feel like the Ravens will win because number one, the Ravens, like I just said, we cannot afford to lose consecutive, consecutive division games. We just lost to the Cleveland Browns last week, man, and that really fucking hurt us. It really hurt us to the point that people are now starting to question us. Are we true contenders? Are we the team to be? Do we just keep on laying down to these stinkers? So us losing to the consecutive, uh, us losing consecutive division games cannot happen, and I don't think it's going to happen. You feel me? And also, the Ravens have not lost consecutive games this year. When we lost to the Colts, we bounced back and spanked the team the following week. When we lost to the Steelers, we bounced back and went to London and spanked the Titans and showed that our offense are a high-powered offense. And then for the simple fact that the Bengals are going to be kind of shorthanded, they is they will not be having T. Higgins this weekend. I mean tonight. They will not be having Sam Hubbard tonight. And it's a possibility they probably not going to have their other edge rusher too, man. So all those things right there is starting to swing 
momentum into the Ravens' favor. You feel me? So I just cannot wait for my boys to actually show and actually tell people that we are real contenders. And last week was just a just a game in the past. You know what I mean? Real championship teams know how to bounce back off of a loss. And I feel like that we are a real championship team and we're going to bounce back after this loss. The reason why I feel like the Ravens lost last week also is because we was looking of we was looking ahead. We was worrying about Thursday night game and could not worry about Sunday. And then once you worry about the future, man, the past tends to creep up and get you. And that's what happened. The past did creep up because remember in the past, we spanked Cleveland when they put their third string quarterback in. It was they, everybody was like, oh no, the Ravens, the, you only won because they had a third string quarterback. And I was hoping that my Ravens was going to just prove the haters wrong. That it doesn't matter who's your quarterback. We was going to win. But Deshaun Watson wound up winning the game, went 14 for 14. And like, God damn, I'm hoping that Joe Burrow did not do that because we already seen that now Joe Burrow and them Cincinnati Bengals is starting to peak a little bit. Yes, they did lose last week to the Houston Texans. Oof, and that was a shocker. But at the same time, man, I think that the Bengals was also looking forward to Thursday night game and kind of slept on the Houston Texans and let that one go in the grasp of their hands. But, you know, the one thing I did see from the Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow starting to look like Joe Burrow again. He's starting to look like that quarterback that took his team to the AFC Championship and then to the Super Bowl. Back-to-back AFC championships. So, you know, I mean, like I said, this game is going to be very, very interesting. Very, very interesting. We got to see, number one, who's going to make it out the North. Because we are, as we already know, the North right now is sitting 22-11. and 11, The best goddamn division in NFL right now. So, that's another thing we're going to have to pay attention to. And then another thing is that my Ravens is going to have to kind of pay attention to also is that the fact that we got some injuries that we need to take care of. We got some guys that's also not going to be playing tonight. Also, just like we, Ronnie Stanley is out. Our all pro left tackle, man. Like, goddamn, we need a refund on this guy. He owes us some money back. Trenton uh, Simpson uh, is also on concussion protocol again. This is the second time him being in concussion protocol um, this uh, this year. Marlon Humphrey is doubtful. He's a game-time decision. We got to see how that calf is going to hold up. And Devin DuVernay, man, our uh, special team specialist, is also questionable. I'm thinking he's going to play. He's leaning towards more playing. Kyle Van Noy was also on the question uh, list. Um, so, I'm hoping that these guys are actually going to shoot up and play, man. So, fingers crossed that my Ravens at least come at least 85% healthy because, you know, like I said, losing losing Ronnie Stanley, man, that left side is going to have to really pay attention to. Um, and also uh, our left guard is also kind of battling injuries too. So, that left side of the ball, man, Lamar, his blind side, going to have to really pay attention to. But – you know what I mean? I'm not going to sit here and keep going persuading y'all and think that my Ravens will win because, yes, the Ravens will win, man. You know what I mean? I have a special guest. And and like I said, I was on his show just a couple of days ago, man, and, and 
I think we had hit it off and made a, a good chemistry. Even though he's from Cincinnati, I didn't know that the Cincinnati Bengals really had fans, really. I just thought that all their stadium is all built up with AI people, you know what I mean, or, or fake crowd noises, you know what I mean. I didn't know Cincinnati really had fans. But my, my guy reached out to me, man, and, and, and I'm glad he reached out to me because I'm pretty sure y'all would like to kind of hear what the Bengals fans have to say, you know, I'm pretty sure you're not. But, hey, we're going to find out anyway. <laughs> but before I get there and I introduce my guest, man, I got a couple of comments, man. I got my guy Bryson from the Grid Network. He got the Bengals winning 27 to 20. As bad as y'all need, the Cincinnati is on the brick. And if they lose, um, if they win, they are on top of the north. Oh. Nobody don't care about the Steelers, Bryson. F your Steelers. Come on here next time when you want to talk Ravens talk. We ain't talking about no Steelers right now, man. Black and yellow. Get that little gay color out of here, man. Get out of here with that, man. Yes, sir, Barry. We at the bank tonight, baby. Yes, sir. Big trust. Shout out to my guy, Barry, man. But I, right, it's here. I'm ready to go ahead and go toe-to-toe with this guy again. Like I said, y'all, he's 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 a Cincinnati fan. I don't know why, but we're going to find out once we get him on here. But please welcome my guy, Mr. Bengals Genius, or he like to call himself. <laughs> I forgot the, the name he like to call himself. He's going to call his own self that name when he gets on here. So I like to welcome my guy, the Bengals Genius. What it is, my guy? What's up, Dev? Great to be here. Man? Great to be here. I watched The Wire all day, ate some lake trout, right? <laughs> I learned all about Baltimore and all about it. Now, uh, we also know from learning about Baltimore that Lamar now makes a little bit less than Joe Burrow, and for good reason. Now, one thing you already said, and I'm wondering what happened, you because you seem a little shook now, because the other day you said the Ravens were going to win 31-17. But now it's 24-17. What happened? Uh, that First of all, losing, losing your left side of the, uh, of the line, it's not, a, it's, not, it's not a good recipe. You know what I mean? Like I, you heard me say all pro uh, Ronnie Stanley not playing and our rookie offensive guard is not playing. So that left side is, is most definitely a side to watch out for. So I, I, I couldn't feel all the way comfortable with going that 31. But I still got us winning. So it's not like I made a completely U-turn. But you seem like you're second-guessing a little bit, you know. And now – and you got to know it's somewhere in the back of Baltimore's head. That original game this week, this year, that wasn't healthy Joe. That was that was beat-up Joe. He couldn't snap from under the center. He couldn't roll out. He couldn't, uh, couldn't run at all. Now – he couldn't even throw deep. He couldn't drive off that foot. Now he's back, and real Joe is four and one. And the guy has been over 70% the last five weeks. We are rolling. Uh, last week was a blip. Honestly, if Tyler Boyd didn't drop that pass, we would have won that game too. Uh, but you can't make excuses. It is what it is. We're in a tough spot because we're five and four. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. the way I got it, we could uh, we could technically lose three games the rest of the season and get in at 10 and seven, but I'd rather just win out. And get that number one seed if still possible. But I don't I don't even know if I don't even know if uh 13 and four will get it done this year. 
Nah, I, I, it's going to most definitely be hard. And since you want to bring up the past, you want to talk about how Joe Burrow wasn't Joe Burrow in week two, man. Do y'all want to count that playoff win y'all got last year? Because Lamar wasn't there. <laughs> and and y'all barely escaped. You mean the greatest play in playoff history, that <laughs> Hubbard run? That was it, Lamar was lucky. It was it was they wouldn't have stood a chance. That's what that's the problem with this rivalry right now. Is there hasn't been enough Lamar and Joe? If I'm not mistaken, when we say there's th- have they played three times or is it four? Four times, four times, four times. Okay, so I know Lamar's got the best stuff. We ain't gonna count that first year. So I'm gonna go t- one and one and two. Joe is against Lamar, and uh, I guess I guess that wasn't healthy, Joe. So it's one to one the way I'm looking at it right now. So tonight nah. is really where we're gonna sort things out. Oh no! Well, you counting this win we got this year, right? No, that's no. Oh, come on, banged up, Joe. The let me see if you guys have beat Joe Burrow yet. I don't think you guys have beat Joe yet. Oh no, no, that's not true. Last year on that Sunday night game, hey, you guys won that. Beat y'all week two. What are you talking about? Nah, that wasn't real, hey, Joe. Nah, 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 nah. He was hurt. He was hurt, Joe. And to be a little bit fair again, now that I think about it, he did get his appendix removed last year in August. So I don't even know if Lamar's beat real Joe yet. We're gonna we're gonna have to look deeper into that issue. You know right. what I'm starting to see from you, Cincinnati fans? Excuses. <laughs> Excuses. And what's what's next? What's the reason y'all don't have a Super Bowl? What what's the reason for that too? Now, I don't want to bring this up here, okay? But if you brought it up, okay. We all know the third and eight against the Rams. They, they, they not only it was that not a holding, they had a false start on the same play. A false start, they didn't call it. Then they called the no hold on Wilson. And they wanted Stafford, they wanted the Rams to get a Super Bowl win. So that they got their win. Uh, but that that's the reason. And last year, we know Pat Mahomes. That's the NFL's boy right there. Oh. They love them some Pat Mahomes and those. You know what? I hate blaming the refs though, man. You just gotta overcome all that stuff. Right. It just hasn't. It hasn't fell our way, man. It hasn't fell our way, and I'm jealous. So jealous of the Steelers and Ravens for you guys got Super Bowl wins. And what, what can I say, man? I can't win too many arguments with no Super Bowl, no Super Bowl race. <laughs> unless it's uh, Lowshine uh, Watson. And the Cleveland Browns, I can make fun of those guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's, that's in the same state as y'all. So, yeah, you, you most definitely got that one over yeah. there. So, what, is, what what do you think it would take for the Bengals to win? Because I, I gave you my takes on how I felt like what it would take for us to win and what it, what it means for us to win. What does it mean for y'all to actually win this Thursday night game? Because I felt like if the Ravens win, I felt like we control the North feeling out. If you guys win, you basically have a three-game lead on us, right? Because you got mm-hmm. the tiebreaker. We'll be two games down. This game's huge for us. I mean, it's everything. Our schedule's brutal. The rest of the way out, we got the Chiefs. We got Jacksonville. We even the Vikings are looking tough. Two against the Steelers, who suck on paper, but somehow they keep winning. And um, so this tonight's everything for us. I'm, I'm a nervous wreck. We got we got to get this game, and it's only. We're going to have to rely on the magic of Joe Burr here. And, um, and, and that's what it's going to take. Cause he's going to have to have, he's going to have to have a special night. He's going to have to have a special night. And, and with T Higgins being out, it's, it's a huge loss. Hubbard's a huge loss. 
and it, we're gonna we're gonna have to make we have to jump out to a lead, and we got to try to make you guys one dimensional. Which I'm hoping because this was the first time that Lou went against Munkin with the Ravens in that mm -hmm. first week. Because you guys carved us up, no doubt right. about it. You carved us up, so hopefully there'll be some uh, more adjustments this this game, and we got a a better game plan going into it. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like that's one of the things that um, y'all put yourselves in also is kind of going one-dimensional. You know, I, I feel like when y'all don't add Joe Mixon to the mix, y'all offensive scheme is just lost. It just seemed like, don't get me wrong, I feel like Joe Burrow can throw 30 times and y'all can win. But I don't think it's a healthy balance for Joe to throw 30 times and, and, and try to – drag out there winning and I also felt like that's what would that was y'all downfall last week against the Texans is that y'all put too much on Joe instead of just Joe Mixon is a is a decent running back he's a game changer if Joe Mixon start hitting to the outside and hitting the holes and start hitting those 15 plus yard runs the Bengals are a, a team that is hard to hard to handle so um do you think that Joe Mixon will will see some more touches or it will be more of Joe Mixon more than Joe Burrow? Well, that's up to the Ravens, right? If we can't run on them, then it is what it is. <laughs> so Joe Mixon, you know, I would like to see a little more from Chris Evans, uh, the running back out of Michigan. Okay. There's just once in a while Mixon, he chooses the wrong hole. Uh, there was a play I saw last week. It was just one example. But the guy is explosive, and you got to get him cranking, and, and he can really put up some yards. There doesn't seem to be much creativity from our run game. It just seems like they're always doing the draw, and and uh, for some reason, then this is my main problem with Zach Taylor is that there's a fourth and one, third and one. He's always got to go wide all the time. It's never just pound Mixon right up in there. But eventually, Mixon. I mean, God, Mixon's only I think 27 years old, right? So he should have a little bit of gas left in the tank. So I'd like love to see us ride him a little bit tonight. And I'm hoping that's the, I'm hoping we have long sustained drives where we the, they're the best when they're getting those long sustained drives when they're mixing it up, getting right. the tight ends in there and watch out for our boy Hudson. Uh, he's been an upgrade at tight end. Uh, he's helped us out a lot. Yeah. I, I, I'm starting to see his game starting to elevate a little bit because when y'all lost Hayden Hurst last year, and you know he was a Raven once upon a time, we drafted Hayden Hurst. I feel like that was y'all yeah. wild card. That was y'all switchblade. Hayden Hurst can be y'all tight end, and he can be y'all um, slot wide receiver at times. And I think once y'all had lost Hayden Hurst, that that big three now is just focusing back on that three wide receiver monster y'all have in Boyd, uh, Higgins, and Chase. Um, so I, I most definitely feel like if y'all tight end can get into the game, then Cincinnati offense can change a little bit. But I don't think it's going to be enough because we got Kyle Hamilton. Kyle Hamilton right now, he is my favorite Raven right now. Kyle Hamilton is is, is, our, is our safety, and I wanted to see what type of shoes he was going to actually fill in once we lost Chuck Clark last year into the trading him to the Jets. Um, I, I, I wanted to see how was Kyle Hamilton was going to come along. And right now, Kyle Hamilton is – Really showing up this uh, this year. He's, he's getting sacks. He's getting interceptions. He's playing inside the box. He can play your tight end. He can play um, wide receivers. He can also play running backs. It's like 
Kyle Hamilton is our most definitely um, switch army knife. Who do y'all think is like a switch army knife or somebody under the radar that you feel like can Dax change Hill. this game? Dax Hill. Yeah, he's been a real game changer. Uh, the, the problem right now, though, Nick Scott is – he's uh, – that guy last week, man, he fell down and started praising Jesus, man, right at the line of scrimmage. I don't even know what happened, man. He went right to his knees, and that running back went right by him, man. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. But Dax Hill, they'll bring him in on you know some some disguise blitzes here and there. And that guy, to me, he's going to be an upgrade over Bates. Mm. And, and Cam Taylor Britt has been the real deal. He has been phenomenal. The, the, he's the cornerback out of Nebraska. He's been he's, he's been great. Uh, huge disappointment right now is our number one pick, Miles Murphy. He hasn't done anything. Joseph Asai, uh, defensive end, he was showing some promise, man. He was the guy last year. He pushed Mahomes out of out of bounds mm-hmm. in that playoff game, right? And he and he got banged up in August. But I, I'm one, I'm a little I'm. It looks like that got in his head. You know, he caught a lot of caught a lot of heat for that play. And it just seems like he hasn't snapped out of that yet. So, right. but I we I don't know if you saw the play uh, Hendrickson. He looked like he got shot uh, when, <laughs> when he rolled. Up, I was like, did his knee explode? So the fact that he's playing tonight blows. I can't believe it. Yeah, I, when I seen that that he was on an injury report, I was like, ooh, both of their uh, edge rushers won't be playing and stuff like that. And then when I seen that he was actually going to give it a go, I was like. As a fan, if I was a Bengals fan, yes, I would be happy. The more pressure on Lamar, the better. But as a as a true football fan, if you're not 100%, why are you kind of going out there? Because now you're risking a lot of things as far as injuring yourself. You can re-aggravate that injury, whatever that injury was last week. Um, if you can't perform at 100, then – you're not you're actually putting a man that probably had a better chance than him to actually get to Lamar because we already know once Lamar gets to the outside out get to the outside of that lines then it's gonna be chasing you know what I mean you don't want to keep chasing him all no, night no. long with an injury no not at all um I have no proof or evidence but if I had to suggest that there was a serial killer on the Cincinnati Bengals it would be Trey Hendrickson the guy is a, is a is a psycho, and I just think he wants to play. Go ahead and play, man. I'm all for it. Right, <laughs> I, right. I just don't know how effective he's going to be. Hubbard isn't going to be as much of a loss as a pass rusher, but a run stopper. That that's where that's where I'm that's where I'm nervous for that. That's going to be that's a big loss. But we got to win, you know. So if you can go, you got to go because we need this one. We got to have it. You guys don't even want this game, man. You guys are already. You know, Lamar gets a little antsy on prime time, and you know he's already living in Joe Burrow's shadow. You know, I could I could see him probably wanting to sit this one out, maybe the second half or something. You know what I mean? If they, if they get right. if the Bengals get too big of a blowout, I expect Lamar probably to be sitting. You know what I mean? Just to just to rest. <laughs> I hear that. We got a couple of comments, man, and. To believe it or not, man, people people like what you're saying, man. They said Joe Burrow was robbed. You know what I mean? Shout out to my guy, Burry, man. And he said he had to side with the Bengals genius, you know. See, 
There I don't go. know why. He Barry, let me find out you are undercover Bengals fan, man. Let me let me find out you one of them AI people that be in the crowds. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's the Joe Burrow effect. If, I, if I'm I'm not 100% certain, but I'm pretty sure uh, uh, there are more Joe Burrow jerseys in the black community than uh, Lamar Jackson. I haven't done a study on this to make it official, but I'm pretty sure people love Joe Burrow. Don't 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 do that study because I don't want your feelings <laughs> to get hurt. <laughs> you gotta sit here and remember, man. Lamar uh, at 2019 is MVP year. Lamar had the most sellout jerseys in the uh, sports world, so I already know hands down that it's no comparison when it comes to jersey sales, man. Joe That's Burrow's just beloved. That's, what can I say? I I, I got no explanation. You know, for don't it. get me wrong, man. Joe Burrow got that swag. He got that confidence. That cool. That Joe. That Joe cool. Most definitely. You I'll tell you one thing, though, about Lamar. Uh, he really has impressed me this year. The guy has – he looked like he's taking his game to another level. And last year, I I felt horrible for him that he didn't have that deal and he hurt his knee. That mm-hmm. that was rough. I, I didn't yeah. like that at all. So I was I was happy for him that he, he got paid. He deserves it, man. The guy's a stud. Most guy's definitely stud. deserve it. Joe Burrow deserved it, too. So, you know what I mean? It's, it's good to see that our quarterbacks is going to be here for the next five years. You know what I mean? It's good to say that. Yeah, the thing that's rough, though, man, is like I I can't think of the team that, you know, once they get that big deal, I, I know that Mahomes, and I'm not 100% certain, I'm not a, a salary cap expert, you know, but once mm-hmm. that big deal trickles down, you know, and your team's really affected by it, has a team won a Super Bowl three years into that mega deal? That's what that's what I don't know off the top of my head. I know Mahomes signed his and then they won, but I'm saying I'm saying two years like your window's so small. Mm-hmm. Once you sign that mega deal, that 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 makes me nervous because you got so many holes and how do you fill it? You know, like that's what makes yeah. me so nervous about the 49ers. They're loaded because they're paying the guy, you know, they're paying him in beer cans. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, for y'all, y'all got eventually that wide receiver room. Them three wide receivers that's He's going to eventually is going to want to get paid. So, you know what I mean? y'all, Who y'all going to let go? Who y'all want to bring back? Who's looking to take that pay cut? You know, we already know Jamar Chase is due for a big deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? The way he came up on, on scene is like murder she wrote. I got no doubt in my mind T. Higgins will end up with the Kansas City Chiefs, and Ooh. he's going to torture us. I mean, it's a perfect fit. He's going to have a huge chip on his shoulder. He's great, too. He's a great player. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd give the edge to a little more explosive as Jamar, and then when you when you factor in the 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 years of experience he has with Joe Burrow, you know what I mean. You gotta gotta go with Chase there, but right. No, T. Higgins is gone, and he's a great player. I love him, and that's why this year is such a critical year. We got the offensive lineman we need. We we got the pieces in place, man. We, now the time is now. We we got to do it now. Yeah. Uh, and that's how that's how it feels over here in Baltimore. Like the time is now. We have the team. Like we, like I told you on your on your show, we went fourteen and two before. We know what it's like to have that first round by, and then stank it up in that divisional round. So hopefully that we paid attention to that, and that this year that now that we got the wide receiver weapons for Lamar, now that our defense is kind of com- being compared to our two thousand defense, which is. I, I see the numbers, but to compare it to that defense is like nah. You no, know. man, that 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 defense was that defense was definitely top three I've ever seen in my life, man. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I could debate between 
the them and the Bears like that I saw in my years of watching, but that 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 defense was insane. And and Ed Reed is the smoothest, one of the greatest players I've ever seen in my life. I mean, that guy is I love Ed Reed. He's he's an absolute stud. You know, I was just gonna say though, and then I gotta head out, but uh you know, uh, Lamar Jackson. Like, who was the big quarterback his first his first two years? Like, who was winning the Super Bowl those those, those two years? I can't think of it off the top of my head. For us, we had- no, no, and uh, yeah. So when he, when you guys are fourteen and two, I know that was the year you guys lost to Tennessee. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Who won the Super Bowl that year? I felt like that was the probably the Chiefs, or or maybe the Chiefs or or New England, right? Tom Brady. Yeah. That's what's but so it hard. Might have been the Bucks, even the Chiefs or the Bucks that year. And, and that's what's so hard, right? That that window is like you know you're, you're coming up, you're, you're right there knocking, and then next thing you know, there's a Joe Burrow, there's a CJ Stroud now. I'm like <laughs> CJ Stroud. I'm dealing with Pat Mahomes. Or I haven't even dealt with Pat Mahomes yet, and now right. we got to deal with CJ Stroud. It's right. just hard. It's just hard to win the Super Bowl. I, I it's just hard. So before I uh, I let you go, man, and like I said, I, I greatly appreciate you joining, man. Give me your offensive keys for y'all to win tonight. What do you think that it's going to take for y'all to actually win tonight? I mean, all controlling the ball, getting Joe Mixon going, hitting our opportunities, and getting that lead. We got to get the lead. the The lead against Lamar is a totally different game from, from when you're trailing. When you're trailing him, it's it's a nightmare because he can run, he can throw. It's just you just got too many options. I like limiting a little bit of if if we got the lead, then I you know then Lamar won't run as much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then we can focus on one thing. But when you don't know if he's running or throwing, he's a nightmare. He's right. an absolute nightmare. So on your defensive side, what are the keys that you feel like? couldn't stop the Ravens or it should stop. Well, what we were doing was trying to just contain Lamar in the pocket. And then he just picked us apart. So somehow we're going to have to generate pressure on him without letting those big plays bust through. And we're going to have to tackle sure tackling. And, and that's it. And just try to limit the big plays for Lamar Jackson. Okay. Okay. Hey, Bengals genius, man. I appreciate you for joining in, man. Tell the people where we can find you at, man. All your platforms, all your social medias. It's all Bengals Genius everywhere. Check me out on YouTube, Cincinnati Bengals Genius Show. Check it out. Subscribe. It's free. Uh, you know, Twitter. And I got on TikTok, too. I don't do as much with Instagram, but I got to get that going, too. But, my man, I appreciate you meeting, meeting you this week, man. Yeah, I look man. forward to talking more ball with you. And then, uh, you know, no hard feelings after you guys lose tonight. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you joining me and appreciate you for having me on. And as always, my guy, yo, big trust. (laughs) Well, one more thing out there. All you Ravens fans that want to jump on the bandwagon, come on. We all love you with open arms. Get on board the Super Bowl train. All right. Uday, thank you, my friend. All right, my guy. As we just had my guy, the Bengals genius, man, like – you see why he called himself the Bengal genius, man. He, he got great stats. He can give out good information. And he he was able to hold his own against, you know what I mean, the uh, 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 Ravens, you feel me? But I don't think that the Bengals are going to win tonight. Of course not. So 
before I let y'all go, man, let me give y'all my offensive keys, what I think is going to happen. First and foremost, the Ravens have to limit the turnovers. If the Ravens and Lamar can limit the turnovers, the Ravens can win. We don't have to worry about playing uh, behind. Um, as we've seen the stat, man, the Ravens, when trailing against opponents, we're not even a first-half uh, time limit yet. Like, people, uh, we are always up. So that's a good thing about it that I feel like the Ravens can do is keep uh, the time of possession down for opponents. Uh, number two, the offense cannot go stale. That was one of the things that we had problems with last week against the Browns. It was like the offense was clicking in the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter. But when it got to the fourth quarter, the offense got stuck in quicksand, went in stale mode. Nobody wanted to deal with it no more. So the offense has to keep clicking, find some way to keep putting points on the board, whether it's just uh, three points or whether it's touchdowns. The Ravens' offense cannot go stale beyond that 50-yard line. We have to get across that 50, and once we get across that 50, man, we have to punch it in for touchdowns. That's the only way I feel like the Ravens can most definitely have a great offense. The third key is don't forget about the run. Please don't forget about Keaton Mitchell, man. Keaton Mitchell had was had a breakout first half, and then after that, after that coming back at the halftime, Keaton Mitchell was nowhere to be found. No plays was called for him. He wasn't even out on, um, on offensive sets. Ravens, please, 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 please run the ball. Run Keaton Mitchell. Make sure Gus Edwards is in there to get the touchdowns that he's normally getting. You feel me? So if the Ravens can most definitely keep that pound the rock as normal, control the time of possession, Cincinnati won't have won't grab that lead or can't grab a lead from us. They're going to have to keep trailing, playing behind. Make Joe Burrow throw 30 times a game or 30-plus times a game. The more we uh, take away that run, the more uh, we can uh, have that offense and we can keep controlling the clock. We have to run the ball. No point blank period, man. So that's my offensive keys right there. And on the defensive side, number one is get back to normal, man. Last week, the Ravens defense didn't look normal. We allowed uh, the Cleveland Browns to put up 33 points. That's not normal for us. We are a team that can keep you in the teens. Our average score is uh, 17 points a game. We allow opponents to score on us. We got to trickle that number back down to 15. So we got to get back to normal. Get back to playing fast, physical um, defense. The defense is going to have to find a way to bend and not break again. Because in the previous week, we were always bending but never breaking. Last week, we broke too many times. The defense have to play solid and get back to normal, wrap up, get to the quarterback, so on. Create opportunities. What I mean by create opportunities, man, you have to create uh, – uh, you have to get sacks on Joe Burrow. Make him uncomfortable. If you make him uncomfortable, get him three and outs, the, uh, they are punting and giving the offense more opportunities to score. Or if the Ravens can score on defense – Take those opportunities. We we did good last week when Kyle Hamilton was able to grab that interception early. I'm looking for us to do kind of have a similar route, but the defense have to play physical fast and make sure that we are able to tackle and play normal, man. And the last key is create turnovers. That was one thing that our defense has been doing. 
It's creating turnovers and getting sacks. If we can do that, that's a recipe of winning. So I feel like if the Ravens can do those six things, three things on offense and three things on defense, hands down that we will beat the Cincinnati Bengals again and sweep them this year. So I'm calling for the brims. Let's bring the brims out to these alley cats, you feel me? So I'm hoping that my Ravens get the victory. And like I said, man, I feel like the Ravens will win 24 to 17. So pay attention to the game. Pay close attention, please. Ravens, pay close attention to detail and come out with this win, man. Don't let these alley cats win. Don't let these little pussy cats meow, man. They can't go and hit meow like pussy cats to full grown lions. Remember that. <laughs> All right, man. As I always, man, I appreciate everybody who tuned into this show, man. I appreciate my uh guy, my guest, special guest, um, Bengals Genius, man, for copping in, man. I greatly appreciate it. I was honored to meet you this week. Um, hopefully, and I know we will build more chemistry so we can actually try to maybe stream a game together uh, eventually. We can call games together, uh, Bengals and Ravens next season. You know what I mean? Be on the lookout for that. Um, also, be on the lookout for the Grid Network, yo. Please, if you have not subscribed to the Grid Network, go ahead. What are you waiting for? <laughs> it's a dope network. We have dope shows. Calling it up with Bryce. All even podcasts. Clutch sports. Outside the cage. Raiders Roundup. Um, MTMO. So, please, please. I'm trying to tell y'all. This is a network that you don't want to miss. Dare to be different. Enter the grid, you feel me? Because like I said, not only when you enter the grid, yo, we got our clothing line where we can get hats, shirts, sweatshirts, and the list goes on. So visit our website. You know what I mean? Check us out. Clothing line is real dope. The apparel is real dope, you feel me? And as always, my flockers, big trust. Because why trust anything else? I'm out.